minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Da-da-da. 
צריך להתגבר מאות פחות כוחות בריאות. אך צומח טובי, אך צומח טובי. שצריך להתגבר מאות פחות כוחות בריאות. אך צומח טובי, אך צומח טובי.
J.M. in the A.M. Yehuda Green with the Bardichever Nigo and off of the Nishma CD here at J.M. in the A.M. Shlomo Katz had Va'afal P. You heard Yaakov Shweki with Ach Sameach from the Kolot CD. Tamu, title track from Benny Friedman. Chaim David's Yamamai, the Nigun Rutzover show from years ago that was so incredibly popular off of the live from the Kalbach Shul collection. And Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Tuesday on this May 27th, day 27, in the month of ER, the year 5774, Tufshin Today is day number 42 in the counting of the Omer. Today is 42. That's a total of six weeks. We're one week away from the holiday of Shavuos. Day number 42 today in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. My thanks to Mayor Fertig, who um, sat in yesterday during the uh, Memorial Day JM and the AM program. I thank him for that. Had a, an amazing time down at the Taurus MS Taurus Chaim auction on Sunday night. In Florida, it was another amazing event. My thanks to Moshe Bernstein and company for inviting me down. It was really a uh, <laughs> another phenomenal event. A lot of, um, I'll tell you how it works with these auctions. It's unbelievable. And I've had the chance to uh, to announce the winners at many of them now, not just down in Florida, but in general. And it's amazing how on certain nights there could be hundreds and hundreds of tickets in buckets and certain nights, certain individuals just have the night of their life <laughs> and walk away with four or five amazing gifts. Really incredible. Anyway, it was a lot of fun, and uh, I thank everybody down there for their gracious hospitality. 69 degrees outside with 62% humidity. Winds are south at 3 miles per hour. Afternoon thunderstorms today with a high temperature of 88. Then tonight, thunderstorms, a low of 60. Morning showers for tomorrow with a high temperature of 65. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 93. Wow, we're at 69 degrees here in uh, Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Coming up later on, we'll debut a brand new bike for high song. C.D. Eichler of A.K.A. Pella is going to be in our studio. The Bike for High is one of the most amazing events. Happens this summer and every summer on behalf of uh, High Lifeline Camp Simcha. And uh, they have a song that they're debuting. That will happen in the 7 o'clock hour this morning right here at JM in the AM. We'll also check in with everybody, Steve Weil who will brief us on this uh, big NCSY learnathon that's coming up uh, that you could be part of. And um, plenty more between now and 9 o'clock this morning right here at JM and the AM. Follow us on social media, Nahum Siegel Network on Facebook, Nahum Siegel Network on Facebook, and, of course, uh, on Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net. And uh, you'll get all the uh, updates as they come across. The... Um, The Here we go. The news story regarding the uh, Pope and his visit to Israel is pretty interesting. The New York Times this morning writes, A conflict largely defined by dueling narratives became a battle of competing imagery during Pope Francis's sojourn through the Holy Land, with Palestinians and Israelis both seizing on the pontiff's strong symbolic gestures to promote their perspectives. A day after a photograph of Francis touching his forehead to the graffiti-scarred concrete barrier separating Bethlehem from Jerusalem rocketed around the Internet, the Pope acceded to Israel's request that he add to his packed Monday morning 
another unscheduled stop at the Mount Herzl Memorial to victims of terrorist attacks. There, too, Francis bowed his head while pressing a hand to one of 78 tablets listing the names of the fallen. I explained to the Pope that building the security fence prevented many more victims than Palestinian terror, which continues today planned to harm, Prime Minister Netanyahu said afterward. Later, he added, I long for the day in which Pope Francis is called to recognize the state of Israel. The right of Jews to a state of their own, to live in security and peace, will be accepted by our neighbors. This was just one of the poignant photo opportunities of the Pope at some of Judaism's most sacred sites. He placed a note with the prayer, Our Father, handwritten in Spanish, between the ancient stones of the Western Wall. He kissed the hands of six survivors, one saved as a baby by a Catholic family at Yad Vashem. He became the first Vatican leader to lay a wreath of signature yellow and white flowers in the tomb of Theodor Herzl, the founder of modern Zionism. That's some of what's written in today's New York Times regarding the uh, different symbols and symbolic acts that were part of the uh, repertoire as the Pope um, journeyed through the Middle East. Very interesting. And we'll, we'll speak more about it when we get to our weekly update toward the end of the week. On a Friday morning with Malcolm Honeline, we'll talk more about the symbolism and the trip in general and what it means to uh, to Israel and the future of the Israel-PA negotiations, if there will be any. Um, the call of the Pope for both the President of Israel and the President of the PA to meet together in the Vatican, I found to be very interesting. All that we'll talk about at some point uh, here at JM and the AM. Reminder, tomorrow is a big day here at JM and the AM because tomorrow is Yom Yerushalayim. Tomorrow is Jerusalem Day, and we're going to be celebrating. We'll have Mayor Weingarten live in studio, and we will be celebrating Jerusalem Day in uh, JM and the AM fashion. In fact, if you are, um, if you're not in Jerusalem then this may be the absolute best way outside of being in the Holy City to celebrate Jerusalem Day. So tomorrow, the 28th of ER and the 28th of May, we'll have an opportunity to uh, celebrate together here at JM in the AM. Should be a lot of fun. Also want to remind you, this coming Sunday is to celebrate Israel Parade up Fifth Avenue. We'll check in regarding that later on this morning. lot to do on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us as we head back to school and back to work after the holiday weekend. My thanks to Mayor Furtick for sitting in yesterday. More coming up at JM in the AM.
JM and the AM, brand new from uh, the Yeshiva Boys Choir, Modani. Thank you, a uh, combination off of the YB6 volume, YBC volume number six. <laughs> that would be the way to put it. Uh, JM and the AM before that with Izzy Kiefer and company and Yehid Shalom. You heard the Y studs and me, Von Siach, uh, Tuesday morning on this day 42 in the counting of the Omer, day 42. That's a total of six weeks. Shvu is coming up next week. Afternoon thunderstorms today with a high temperature of 88. My thanks to Mayor Fertig for sitting in yesterday on Memorial Day. My thanks to Mayor Weingarten in advance, who will be here tomorrow morning to celebrate Yom Yerushalayim. Jerusalem Day with us tomorrow on the 28th of ER. Are you not familiar with what the 28th of ER is and how important a date it is in Jewish history? Ask your teachers, ask your rabbis today when you get to school about the 28th of ER and how vital it is. Tonight at the Bialystoker Synagogue in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, Rabbi Lichtenstein will deliver a shir on the topic of Birchas HaTorah and Shavuos themes. And then tomorrow night at the Bialystoker Synagogue in the Lower East Side, the annual Yom Yerushalayim program featuring Rabbi Mordechai Becher on the topic of love story, the Jews and Jerusalem. Mincha at 8.05, then the program followed by Mariv. program is sponsored by the Mandelkern family in memory of Baruch Mandelkern. That happens tomorrow night at the um, Bialystoker Synagogue on the Lower East Side in honor of um, Yom Yerushalayim. The uh, Good and Sistral of America dinner happens tonight at the Hilton in New York. We say Mazal Tov to all the honorees. A long and distinguished list of uh, of honorees and memorial tributes that will be um, handed out this evening. The Aguda dinner is the 92nd anniversary dinner happening at the Hilton in New York. And again, Mazal Tov to all the honorees from all of us here at JM in the AM. We'll talk about the NCSY Learnathon coming up that we told you. Tomorrow, not only are we going to have our Yom Yushalayim program and celebrate with everybody here in studio, we are officially debuting. A lot of you may have it already because of the way these things work, but we're going to officially debut our brand new Nahum Siegel Network app, and we hope to use it during the show. We are hoping to actually use the app during the show tomorrow to show different things and display different things that Mayor Weingarten and I will be discussing on the air tomorrow morning. That's the goal. So make sure you have if you have an iPhone, make sure you have the brand new Nahum Single Network app. If you're on an Android, it should be available tomorrow. We'll give you details, of course, as we get closer and closer to this uh, amazing launch. We'll have that for you right here at JM in the AM. A couple of interesting things I got to do regarding uh, Yom Yerushalayim. Well, not me, frankly, but uh, me and other members of the Nahum Single Network uh, staff. Uh, today at 10 o'clock, Yoshua Miller and Eliav Stolman, both of Koran Publishers, join me to discuss the incredible history of the Koran Tanakh and just why the Koran Tanakh and its founder, Eliyahu Koran, are so intertwined with the city of Jerusalem. On this eve of Jerusalem Day, you'll hear that conversation at 10 o'clock this morning on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Looking forward to it. I think you will enjoy it. And um, 
Gigal Siegel is going to be joining us later. He has put together a brand new edition of Homeward Bound that's going to be on the stream tonight. And it is a remarkable show. We'll discuss it in the 8 o'clock hour and discuss why it's so significant for Yom Yerushalayim. All coming up. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Want to remind everybody in um, Bergen County that Amuna of America's Libby Kolb chapter presents a pre-Shavuos Women's Night Out. Shopping and pampering with a mini boutique and mini spa services. It's happening at the home of the Karasik family in Bergenfield, New Jersey, tonight beginning at 8 p.m., and I hear there are some fabulous vendors there. So check it out. Uh, that is happening courtesy of the Amuna Libby Kolb chapter tonight at 8 p.m. in Bergenfield, New Jersey. Galaitzal in the background. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam and ועד עובדי נמל אשדוד מגיב למעצר 15 עובדים בחשד לשחיתות, כתבנו אלדר גילרן. בהודעה שפרסם הוועד נכתב כי העובדים קיבלו בתדהמה את הודעת המשטרה בדבר המעצרים הבוקר. הציבור בישראל נחשף בשנים האחרונות למסע רדיפה והסתה אישי שמתנהל נגד עובדי הנמל על רקע הרפורמה בנמלים, כתבו בוועד והוסיפו. אנו בוטחים במשטרה שתעשה עבודתה נאמנה ומצפים שהעובדים שנעצרו ישוחררו במהרה וישובו לעבודתם נקיים מכל אשמה. ראש אגף החקירות במשטרה, ניצב מני יצחקי, אמר בכינוס לשכת עורכי הדין באילת, יש לנו ראיות. זיהינו פעילות גם בנושא הלבנת הון, גם העברת כספים שהיא לא סבירה. אנחנו גם נוטים לחשוב שיש מקרים של שוחד. בסוג כזה של פעילויות נכנסים לפעילות לאחר שאנחנו משוכנעים שיש לנו די חומר ודי ראיות כדי להמשיך הלאה. 13 שנים לאחר אסון ורסאי, רשימת המבנים שנבנו בשיטת פלקל עדיין לא התפרסמה. כך מגלה בדיקה שערך כתבנו ענבל תמיר. הוועדה שחקרה את האסון קבעה כי השימוש בשיטת הפלקל מסוכן וכי יש לחזק מבנים שנבנו בשיטה זו. בשנת 2007 העביר משרד הפנים את הסמכויות למיפוי וטיפול במבנים לרשויות המקומיות. בעוד שמספר רשויות מפרסמות את רשימת המבנים ומצבם, רשימה כוללת של מבנים ברחבי הארץ לא מפורסמת לציבור, כך שלמעשה לא ניתן לדעת האם מבנה מסוים נבנה בשיטה זו והאם טופל בהתאם. המרוץ לנשיאות, חברת הכנסת לשעבר דליה איציק הגישה ליושב ראש הכנסת את עשר החתימות שאספה כדי להתמודד. אחרי 64 שנים ותשעה נשיאים, אני מאמינה באמונה שלמה שהגיע זמן נשיאה לישראל, נשיאה עשירית. אני מאמינה שהתמיכה בי לחוצת מפלגות היא באה מימין והיא באה משמאל. היא באה מעולים חדשים ומבדיקים. כתבנו עידו בן בג'י מוסר שמוקדם יותר מסרו את הטפסים המועמדים ריבלין, בן אליעזר, דורנר ושטרית, ובהמשך היום צפוי גם פרופסור דן שכטמן להגיש את החתימות שאסף. נמשך העימות בין השרים לפיד ויעלון סביב תקציב הביטחון. כתבנו יערה שפירא ורום ליאור שמעו היום את השניים באילת ובמעלה אפרים. אני חושב שאין משרד כל כך שקוף כמו משרד הביטחון. 
אינני מכיר משרד שמציג את תוכנית העבודה שלו, מתקיים דיון על התקציב שלו, מה עושים עם הכסף. לעולם לא יהיה ניהול נכון בתוך הצבא ובתוך תקציב הצבא, אם לנצח ימשיכו בכל פעם שהם צועקים אבוי אבוי, ייתנו להם עוד תקציב, וזה גם ניהול לא סביר של, של תקציב מדינה. משרד האוצר נגד תוכנית התגמול למנכ״ל חברת הפניקס אייל לפידות, כתבתנו יונה לייבזון. במשרד האוצר שלחו מכתב לחברת הפניקס ובו דורשים את הפרוטוקולים של ישיבות הדירקטוריון, לאחר שפורסמה תוכנית התגמול החדשה בחברה, המבטיחה שכר של למעלה מעשרה מיליון שקלים בשנה, בארבע השנים הקרובות, למנכ״ל אייל לפידות. כפי שפרסמנו בשבוע שעבר בגלי צה"ל, הממונה על שוק ההון תזמן את חברי הדירקטוריון ללשכתה באוצר לבירור. והתחזית גם מחר יוסיף להיות חם ויבש. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
It's actually a brand new uh, selection off of a brand new album, Michal Przensky, with Amechad here at JM in the AM. Maybe that'll be part of the 9 at 9 tonight. You know that the Yossi Zweig's going to be counting down the 9 at 9 this evening at 9 p.m. And we'll replay it tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. I see Michal Przensky already has four selections you can vote for in the 9 at 9 for tonight. Go to the 9 at 9 link at the very top at NachumSiegel.com and you could vote. And to have your vote count uh, tonight in the 9 at 9 with Yossi Zweig. Very cool. Ready for songs.
ready to be voted on. Uh, before that, David Gabe opened up the 7 o'clock hour for us here at JM and the AM. Reminder, tomorrow is Yom Yerushalayim. It's also the day that we formally introduce our brand new NSN app. Make sure you have the update if you're on the iPhone. If you're on the Android, you'll have it by tomorrow. Uh, you could uh, search and uh, get the NSN app. We hope to use it during our Yom Yerushalayim show tomorrow with Mayor Weingarten live in studio. It should be a lot of fun, very interesting. And by the way, it'll be very helpful for the parade show on Sunday, as we're on Fifth Avenue on Sunday during our uh, official web audio cast from the Celebrate Israel Parade, you'll be able to listen in on the app, uh, literally, as you're on the parade route. It's supposed to be great weather on Sunday. I want to thank all of the amazing people who are making the show possible on Sunday, including our friends at J Drugs on Avenue J, Ronnie and Larry in um, Brooklyn, New York, and our friends at Gotham Burger up on the Upper West Side at Amsterdam Avenue. And uh, our friends at Koren, who are providing a whole bunch of great free gifts that we're going to be giving out on Sunday, a big thank you to them. And I also want to welcome to our family of thank yous for our big parade show, P.J. Sterling on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst, pjsterling.com. A big thank you to them as well as they are involved this year in the big parade show. To celebrate Israel Parade Show is going to be during the parade up Fifth Avenue. Make sure to be listening in on the stream at jmnam.org. And the parade, of course, will be happening uh, all through the day, where hopefully will be a great, great-looking day up Fifth Avenue. Very much looking forward to it. Rabbi Steve Weil is with us live via telephone. He's Senior Managing Director at the Orthodox Union. And celebrating 60 years of NCSY, there is a learnathon going on. And if I have this correct, if I understand the concept, they literally are trying to complete Kol HaTorah Kula, it is a uh, global learnathon that was just kicked off this week, and they are inviting everybody to join NCSY as an alumni, advisors, parents, staff, and supporters for this monumental event, which will wrap up the first week of August in the state of Israel. Rabbi Steve Weil, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's a great honor to be here this morning. I appreciate that. Th- this is quite a concept, and what a week to announce it just before Shavuos. I mean, uh, w- would you say this is a... Uh, a tall task or one that's certainly attainable by the amazing NCSY family? Well, what happened was there were Shabbat Zanin this past Shabbos throughout the country and throughout Canada. So we kicked it off with current NCSYers, and all those who have participated, either as advisors or as participants in NCSY, were looking to reach out, celebrate our 60th anniversary, to have thousands of learners and thousands of supporters and donors. Incredible. Everybody could join in and be part of it. And it's funny because uh, we, th- we think of NCSY, youth groups, Kirov, activities, so much stuff going on on a regular basis. Many people may not be focused on the fact that it's so Torah-oriented. This might uh, actually bring the spotlight to the fact that there's so much Torah being studied on a regular basis through NCSY. Yeah, absolutely. That's the goal. The goal is to transform people through the Torah. This coming summer, like every summer, there'll be a Yom NCSY in Israel. This year it takes place on the 7th of August, and you've chosen that date for the Siyum. I guess it's rather obvious, but why not tell us why you've chosen that gathering for the big celebration? We have 1,200 participants on summer programs. Some of them that participate on TJJ, the Jerusalem journey, they literally, the participant going in there does not know the difference from an Aleph and a Bet. And some of them are kids on NCSY, some are Kolal, Michlel, Give, kids with a day school background. And the idea is to bring Jews of all backgrounds together. One thing that binds us all is the learning. 
the learning together. So we should have, we're looking to have somewhere around 13, 1400 participants there at the SEAL as well as our advisors and of course our friends living in Israel who will be participating as well. Now Rabbi Wow, you've traveled this country. You know the East, you know the Midwest, you know the West, you know the East again, right? You're very familiar with NCSY groups around this country. Yes. Would you say that any region has anything up on the others? Do you think, do you look to one region to be the trailblazer in this big learnathon of Kol HaTorah Kulo, or do you think that everybody out there has a chance to participate and make their mark? Well, it's interesting. In, in Toronto, Ontario, which we have a huge region under Rabbi Glenn Black, they have a program that's not so simple to do in America. It's called Torah High, where they actually participate in classes where they get credit from the province of Ontario. Whoa. So you have hundreds of students who are not only participating in Shabbatonim and uh, Latte and Learnings and all different types of NTSY programs that we have, but with this Torah High, you have hundreds of students who are actually two, three afternoons a week participating in Jewish education. That group you know, may have a little bit of an advantage. But then again, it's towards the end of the school year, so we'll have to see. All right, come on, Rabbi Weil. We Americans can best them, can't we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do in professional sports. I'm sure we can do it in learn as well. We're starting a little war here, NCSY border war on the air. All right, celebrating 60 years of NCSY, the Learnathon is uh, an effort to complete Kolatarakula, all of Tanakh, Mishnah, and Gemara in honor of NCSY's 60th anniversary. It's very simple. It works like any Learnathon you would suspect works. You sign up online to study a portion of Tanakh, Mishnah, or Gemara. You set the fundraising goal for your learning and ask your friends and family to sponsor you. And, of course, the money goes toward the scholarship fund of your choice. Complete your learning and reach your goal by the Seum on August 7th, which will be heard around the world from Yom NCSY in Israel. To sign up to learn or to sponsor somebody, it's very simple. Learn.ncsy.org. That's learn, L-E-A-R-N, dot N-C-S-Y dot O-R-G. Uh, Rabbi Weil, anything you want to add regarding the big learnathon? Any dollar that's raised, there's no funds going towards overhead, strictly to scholarships, and that's very crucial. These scholarships, an example would be, let's say, a young person with no background, being right. able to spend the summer in Israel, being exposed to Shabbos, being exposed to Israel, Jewish history. It's the first time in their life that these vistas are opened. And any dollars raised are only going for scholarships. They're not going for overhead. Simple as that. Everybody participate. You know it's going to a good cause. Learn.ncsy.org for any information. The Big Learnathon has officially kicked off on Memorial Day weekend, and we'll conclude on the 7th of August at Yom NCSY in Israel. Rabbi Steve Weil, thanks so much for joining us. I hope this is a major success for the organization and especially for all the participants. Thank you so much. Tuesday morning broadcast on this 42nd day in the counting of the Omer as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
J.M. and the A.M., that's uh, Yussi Green and company off of uh, Shades of uh, Hips. Or actually, it's called Shades of Hips. Shades of Hips. <laughs> and the CD is officially entitled Hips, H-I-P-S-H. J.M. and the A.M., brand new Bike for Chai single is uh, coming up. We're going to debut that just a couple of minutes from now right here at J.M. and the A.M. Bike for Chai is a major event that takes place each summer. We have a brand new song to commemorate it coming up right here at JM and the AM. We'll also talk about the big Celebrate Israel parade as we get set for Fifth Avenue this coming Sunday. Get ready to celebrate, everybody. We'll do that in the eight o'clock hour uh, this morning right here at JM and the AM. A reminder: tomorrow is Yom Yerushalayim, and also the day that we uh, formally introduce the brand new NSN app, which is going to help us uh, explain certain things on Yom Yerushalayim if things work out the way we are hoping. It is. Um, a big celebration tomorrow with Mayor Weingarten in studios. We commemorate the Jerusalem Day and talk about what changed during the Six Day War in 1967. That's all happening tomorrow right here at JMM. And again, to make sure you have the brand new app. If you're an Apple user, you should have it already as an update, and the Android users will be able to access it. Uh, tomorrow, and we'll remind you about it, of course, right here at JMNAM. Want to remind everybody in Elizabeth, New Jersey, that we're going to be at RTMA. That's right, we're visiting yet another amazing Yeshiva High School, RTMA, broadcasting live this coming Monday at, um, at JMNAM. We'll be there the day after the parade. RTMA is where our studio is going to be this coming Monday morning as we get set to uh, be welcomed by amazing uh, faculty, staff, and students out in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh, we look forward to uh, speaking to everybody from our uh, uh, special show this coming Monday from RTMA in Elizabeth. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. In Mesech de Kedushin we learn, Whoever does even one mitzvah, Good is bestowed upon him from Shemayim, and his days are lengthened. Similarly, we learn in Perkyavos, the ethics of the fathers, that a person who performs one mitzvah, he acquires for himself an advocate. The Sefer Charedim comments that even though a person has to be careful in his observance of all the mitzvahs, he should still designate one mitzvah in which he is particularly strong, and he wants to be diligent in it all the days of his life. In this context, the Chovetz Chaim explains the Pasuk in Mishlei, Why is the Torah called a tree of life? It's because when a person's on a raft, and the water which suddenly picks up excessive speed, and he begins to fly down the rapids, all of a sudden, he reaches out instinctively, and he grabs onto a single overhanging branch to try to save his life. Similarly, if a person clutches even one particular mitzvah and fortifies himself with this mitzvah, it's possible for him to save himself. Reb Chaim Vital writes in Shar Kedusha that if a person does one mitzvah on a continuous basis with a lot of kavana, the malach that was created for that mitzvah reveals himself to the individual and instructs him in the ways of Hashem. We find this concept referred to in learning as well. It's important to be well-versed in one particular Masechda. The great Sadiq Rebbe Limelech of Lezhensk advances this idea further by suggesting that it's good to even know one Masechda by heart and constantly review it. 
The Rambam offers another reason why we have so many mitzvahs. We are obliged to do each mitzvah bishlemus, meaning not only does it have to be done correctly, but a person's kavonus, their intentions have to be pure. In order to ensure that the individual has the possibility of executing at least one mitzvah bishlemus, the Rambam says we were presented with a huge number of mitzvahs. The Shar Mitzvah Ba'alacha points out that there are many mitzvahs that may be difficult for a person to accomplish. He quotes the Sefer Zichron Zois that states, if a person fulfills one mitzvah in its entirety, it's considered as if he has fulfilled the entire Torah. The Yidah Kodesh once said, a man should choose two mitzvahs that he may perform them with his whole heart, even be ready to die for them. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. Soul Farm. Kumi Roni off of the CD, the very best of Breslov Kalbach. What is it? Breslov Kalbach and... Always forget. Um, and Chabad. Kalbach, Chabad, and Breslov. The very best from uh, Soul Farm here at J.M. in the A.M. Day 42 in the counting of the Omer. Six weeks, believe it or not. 42. Uh, if you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Yom Yerushalayim is tomorrow. By the way... According to our Android fans, the Android update for our brand new NSN app is already through. So if you're on the iPhone or the Android, if you search NSN, you'll have the brand new app, and that'll be important for tomorrow. We are going to use it. I am told we're going to use it during our Yom Yushalayim show tomorrow. So make sure to have it as we celebrate Jerusalem right here at JM in the AM. The parade show is coming up Sunday. I do remind you, we are the official audio webcast of the Celebrate Israel Parade, and we're looking forward to that. You'll hear it all on jmandam.org. And by the way, uh, last year this became an issue. Uh, we had our, um, <laughs> our Jam in the AM and Network t-shirts that we were giving out, but it seemed like there were many, many more people out there who wanted the shirts compared to how many we had. So we've come up with a system this year that we are doing t-shirts for a trade. Those of you who have a school or organizational T-shirts that you're carrying with you or wearing during the parade on Sunday, if you give us one of yours, then we'll be able to give you one of ours. It's as simple as that. And it should be a lot of fun. We'll do that while we're on the air on Sunday from the Celebrate Israel Parade. So make sure to bring some extra T-shirts you could trade with us, and as long as supplies last, we'll be able to exchange those. Well, many of you are familiar with Bike for Chai. Bike for Chai has taken on a life of its own, and this is something that we've watched very closely over the last couple of years as we've uh, spoken about Bike for Chai, usually much closer to the summer and closer to the actual day of the race. But today is a special day for the Bike for Chai family because they are actually releasing a song with C.D. Eichler of A.K.A. Pella uh, that is being done, if I understand correctly, specifically in honor of of Bike for Chai. Bike for Chai is a, a big bike-a-thon, a bike race that takes place every summer to support the incredible work of Chai Lifeline and Camp Simcha. Those of you who've seen the videos online, it's something we have spoken about very often on this show, how incredible a feeling it must be for those who are riding into camp and being greeted by hundreds of people with incredible spirit and great appreciation as they've raised so much money and have really given of their hearts, souls, and a lot of sweat to bike for the children of Keb Simcha. In our studio, the director of Bike for Chai is Yoel Margulies. We say good morning, Yoel. Good morning, Nachum. Pleasure nice to, to have you here. A pleasure to have. Thank Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. And we have, and we have Avi Koplowitz, uh, who is um, who is the rider who is a rider for Bike for Chai and director of the brand-new Bike for Chai song that we're going to introduce. Avi, good morning to you. Good morning, Nachum. And we're hoping C.D. Eichler is going to join us at some point. We'll see if he makes his way through Jersey City. Have we chosen a date for the 2014 Bike for Chai? Yes, we definitely have. July 30th and 31st. <laughs> and I am told, I am told that if somebody wanted to sign up today for Bike for Chai, that would be impossible. I wouldn't say it's impossible, but pretty close. It's uh, we have a waiting list right now of about 58 people. It's 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 amazing. Now this is not <laughs> an old race. This is not an old uh, event. This is what a couple of years old. This is it's this is the fifth year. Fifth this year. The fifth year. How how has it gotten to this point where it's raising insane amounts of money? Thank God, and where so many people in the hundreds want to be part of it to the point that you have a big waiting list. How has this happened? 
That's, that's an amazing question. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I have the answer to that. There's that's nobody in this room who knows the answer to that question. <laughs> it's 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 one of those things that I mean. Listen, Nachum, we know that High Life Line is a phenomenal, phenomenal cause. Certainly. We know the the experience that you have coming into Camp Simcha is unparalleled. There is no other charity event out there that's gonna you know that can that that gives you such an experience that that finish line when it comes to bike rides anyway. Um, you know and. Uh, the biking, cycling in general. I mean, you speak to Avi, who's who's a serious cyclist, but uh, um, cycling has taken off. Are you and more serious than Yoel when it comes to cycling? Um, <laughs> definitely. Well, you know, I was actually last night. I was at a, a dinner for my my children's yeshiva. And it was suggested to me that perhaps I should be biking here this morning from Passaic. <laughs> Not bad. And Good weather, right? I, I, I was considering it for a short time. Then I felt. Not worth the risk right. if it takes me too long to get here. And, you know, if, if I would have done the route prior to today, I maybe have con- would have considered it if I knew the exact timing. What is your typical biking day? I mean, you, you would do how many miles on a regular, not on the ride, but on a regular day? Um, during the week, let's say Sundays are obviously reserved for longer rides. Right. I try to do two hours, two hours plus. During the week, I try to do at least three weekdays, like uh between 13 or 15 miles, mm. like early in the morning. So quite a significant amount. Yeah, you have to. You can't just like decide the morning of like high <laughs> and get on the bike and do 110 miles How, day one. That's what it is. It's 110 the first day. It's yeah. 100, 110 the first day. And what's the second day like? The second day is 65. But we always said that the second day in some ways is tougher, right? Number one, it's the second day. And number one is the second day. And if also you the, just, the terrain is more difficult, right? But this year we're changing that. Oh, let me hear. <laughs> You're going backwards. <laughs> we're going backwards. <laughs> this year we're this year because we changed the whole route. This year we're going from Piscataway to Scranton yeah. on day one, and then. Day two from Scranton into camp. Oh, this is a totally new route. Totally I mean, new route. Because in the old days you went from Southern Jersey and, and worked your way up. Correct. And this way we're going we're going east to west and then. And where's the official starting yeah. line in Piscataway? Piscataway. The Radisson Hotel in Piscataway. Central Jersey, basically. Yeah, that's right. We, right in the middle of the state. Convenient yeah, for everybody. Right. We outgrew our old hotels. Is that what it is? <laughs> that, that is exactly so what So you needed a hotel that simply has more rooms, more space for everybody. Correct. I mean, that's it's the only reason why we're not taking even more people. I mean, we have 375 people, and it's the waiting list is only because. <laughs> Last year, the total number of dollars raised for Bike for High was in the millions, right? $2.88 million. Can you hit $3 million this year? Are you planning? Am, on I, am it? I allowed to say that online? Are on you, air? Are you, but I think we're I think we're going to surpass it by a lot. Seventy five more riders than last year. It's oh my gosh, <laughs> it's unbelievable. We could just sit here and talk about how incredible an accomplishment this is. And but the amazing thing is, I mean, it's this is this is you know where it's going. You know where it's going. You see it. Oh the yeah. Riders see it. They you know it's and unfortunately by the way, not a. <laughs> it's not like it's only serious riders. They're serious fundraisers also. Right, everyone. Right, they're very serious about the fundraising. In addition to being very serious about the bike riding. Correct. Correct. I mean, that's that's what it's it's what it's that's what it is. I mean, every rider has his own page already. Every rider has his own page. Every rider. What do has people do? Tell people what they do here. How do they sponsor? How what do you do how do you go around sponsor? I'm saying guys go around. They ask their friends. No, family, I don't mean that. I mean, if someone's sitting at their computer right now, how do they sponsor a rider? Bikeforchai.com. www.bikeforchai.com. And they could choose a rider. Up. They could see if they know that's somebody. Right. That's right. The go whole thing. It. At this oh. point, it's likely that they've gotten an email from a friend or family member who's riding, right? Although you'd be surprised. Three or four members. Although. Most people haven't even really started fundraising That's yet. That's true. That's the funny part. We're already at we're already at uh, seven hundred and fifty thousand right. dollars, and most people haven't even started. It hasn't really kicked in yet. <laughs> you haven't gotten to that. Uh, what do we call it in biking? The, uh... I don't know. At some point last year, we were we were holding at the point where we were pulling in a hundred thousand dollars a day, and uh, you know, so 
Now we're still at the hundred thousand a week, so we got. <laughs> you have till the end of July. It literally continues until the race, right? Right, straight through. So July thirtieth, I guess, would be the unofficial deadline. If someone wants to give even afterwards, we never stop. Yeah, right? we don't stop. We don't. But stop. I guess we'll call it July, just for the point of <laughs> reference, everybody. You have a couple of months until the bike for high takes off from Piscataway. The same one hundred and ten in terms. Of, uh, the same one ten the first day, or how yeah. are you dividing it this year? Yeah, same yeah. thing. No, it's the same. It's, a, it's actually one hundred and nine day right. one, almost seven thousand feet of elevation this year, as opposed to last year. Where it was only three thousand. So that's why I say this year it's a lot. It's a lot tougher. It's, it's a lot more challenging. More it's a lot more challenging. That's one way to get rid of some riders. <laughs> let, let the fu- although, although no, funnily no, enough, no, more came. No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't mean physically get rid of them. I mean, I mean to discourage people who are on those wait the waiting list. Maybe they'll say, "Wow, seven thousand feet." You know, I'm going to think this through another time. Anyway, uh, and then of course, sixty and change the second day, and you get into camp. It happens what that Thursday afternoon. Correct. And you get to camp. It's an exhilarating feeling. It's an incredible celebration. The videos are online. We cannot recommend them. Highly enough. We tell everybody every year, just go and watch it. It's very cool. And you'll see what's happened over the first four years of Bike for Chai and uh, what kind of celebration it is. Yoel Margulies in our studio. Avi Koppelowitz in our studio. They're talking about Bike for Chai, uh, which is happening in July, July 30th and 31st. Everybody is invited to the website to sponsor a runner and participate in this year's race. And a big honorable mention to C.D. Eichler, who has worked with you guys uh, he's the director of AKA Pella, well known to this audience, and you've actually decided that there's a lot of music in in Camp Simcha, right? Correct. A lot of music. We see flash mobs, we see summer themes, done. <laughs> we see a lot of music, and you've decided that Bike for High needs its own theme song. Is that it? That's that's, the way that's to basically go. how it works. Definitely the way to go. So you went over to see the Eichler and said, "We got to work on this." How did this whole thing come about? Um, actually, it it started Isru uh, Chag day after Pesach. I was in my car listening to AKA Pella. And it dawned on me that the Bike for High ride this year is doing the three weeks. Ah. So that's is that why the first time, right? No, it, first it, time it, 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 it ends up every basically every third year just because oh. of the schedule. Because it's so late. Yeah. Right. Right. So being that it's doing the three weeks, so I thought to myself, hmm, it might be a good idea to reach out to AK Appella, see if we can commission them to write a song specifically for Bike for High. Ah. It happens to be that one of the members of the group is a cousin of mine, Zevi Daniel. There we go. So I reached out to him, um, presented the idea to him. He really liked it and thought it was a great idea. He got me in touch with C.D. Eichler. And, you know, from our first conversation, we really hit it off and, you know, bouncing ideas back and forth. And he really, he was really excited about the project. And one thing led to another, just, you know, writing lyrics with the uh, incredibly talented Yona Laster, who I, we wish to thank very much for all his work that went into it. So Yonel Aster wrote both the lyrics. I did part of the edit, you know, part of the modifications and edits because we we were given four. Di- I was given four directors by Shirley Freed, who's Yoel's boss and the director of Chai, of the High Lifeline office in Lakewood, who basically Bike for Chai is his baby. Right. Um, so you know, I presented the idea to Yoel. He said definitely go with it, and Shirley gave us um, four directives as far as the what the song should contain. Hmm. So he said it should have, you know, definitely have an upbeat and high tempo, something that will get the riders pumped up and listen to, like, while they're training. Um, you know, he wanted to have a Bike for Chai and Camp Simcha message within the lyrics. Right. Uh, he wanted to inject, he said he felt it was very important to inject, like, some sort of, some cycling lingo and, <laughs> you know, terms that would really, you know, ring true with the with the riders. Did that make it in? 
Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he wanted to he wanted also to have some humor, inject some humor in it to like poke, poking fun at ourselves how you know how zany some of us have become with this whole sport. So there are a lot of crazy riders out there. There are a lot of crazy riders in, out there, and we definitely I think that the the lyrics in the song, especially the dialogue lines, definitely have the humor and aspect that that we that we were all looking for. So. You know, we wanted it to have a broad audience, yet at the same time ring, you know, very true with the cyclists themselves. You may want to put those headphones on. I think we may have C.D. Eichler with us uh, here on the air. C.D. Eichler, are you there? Uh, am I right or wrong? Maybe not. All right, I apologize. I thought he was joining us here via telephone a moment ago. If we do hear from him, we'll certainly pop him up on the air and get his comments regarding the brand-new song. What have we, we entitled the brand-new song? What is the title? What's it called? Bike, bike for Chai. Simple as that. It's a real Bike for Chai theme. It is It is totally Bike for Chai. All right. Bike for Chai. <laughs> it's the brand new single, uh, C.D. Eichler, a.k.a. Pella, and, of course, uh, uh, the Bike for Chai family as they get ready for an event that's going to be happening this year in the middle of the summer, July 30th and 31st, as hundreds will be biking up to Camp Simcha to raise money for Chai Lifeline Camp Simcha and to make a real impact. It is an incredible event each and every year. And no doubt this year will be as well. Information about all this, go to the Bike for High website, and you could sponsor a rider of your choice uh, already at this time. The Bike for High theme, it's brand new. Here it is for you at JM in the AM. We're riding tomorrow at 5 a.m.? Are you crazy? Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Hey, does anyone have a spare clip bar? I forgot mine at home.
It's the world's greatest finish line. That's why I'm biking for high. Our pedal's cranking away with just one goal today. We're gonna cross that finish line. That's why we're biking for high. Dude, Simcha just got another KOM. The guy is a monster. Did you hear? Slow-mo switch from skating on eight wheels to a brand new penny dogma. Nice. Are you going to be using your second bottle? Mine is already empty. Nice added touch there at the end. <laughs> Very nice touch there at the end. Oh, boy, C.D. Eichler and company with A.K.A. Pella with Bike for a Chai here at, at JM and the AM. Before we close out this conversation, I want to thank Yoel Margulies, who directs Bike for Chai, and I want to thank uh, Avi Koplowitz, who's a writer and director of this brand-new song. And I apologize, C.D. Eichler, but we only have a couple of minutes remaining, but we'd love to get your comments regarding this. Baruch Hashem, you made it. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Avi. Good morning. Who is this? That's, that's Yo. That's Yo. Okay, good. I'm nice here. to have you here. Just put that mic down for a moment so we can say hi. Nachum, this is not a joke. You know, last time that I was here, we joked about, you know... How long ago was that? I think it was like seven years ago. And what happened? We were joking about what at that time? That, you know, that I was meeting people for the first time. You couldn't get over the fact that, you know, Zevi Daniel... Right! I remember that. This is the first time that I'm meeting Avi. Is that true? <laughs> And this is the first, the first time, time we were meeting. Oh, yep. is that funny? <laughs> Music is hilarious these days, isn't it? I want to tell you something. You're known for your creativity, and AKA Pella certainly makes its mark a unique in a unique fashion in the whole a cappella genre. This is amazing. You've done a great uh, a great thing here with Bike for Chai. Thank you. A lot of much. inside jokes I hear you had to fit into the song. That's actually all goes credit to, uh, to Avi. It's really it's truly Bashert, I have to say. Um, he sent me a list. Uh, when we were working on the song, <laughs> it was already like two weeks into it, and he said, "I think it needs some infusion of biking terminology." Right. And I took it with a grain of salt. You know, I figured, you know, like we were writing the lyrics, as he mentioned. You know, uh, Yona Laster was writing the lyrics. Zevi was helping to write the lyrics. Right. And I got this list that was like three pages long. <laughs> Of stuff that was just like ball bearings and Peloton. You had never heard of these Never things. even heard of it. I mean, I didn't know if it was rocket science or what. And he's like, we think that these should be injected into the song. 
I, I certainly didn't imply Paul. I just gave you a list from what the two Avi is from. very thorough. He's very thorough. Very thorough. And, and I didn't know what to do with it. But I realized right away that they wanted this to go in there. And not only did they want it to go in, but I really thought that it would be a good idea. At one point, we thought that we wanted to have the cyclists be, be part of the song. And we, th- we thought that they should sing. But once Avi sent me these words... Baruch Hashem, the idea just came that we wanted to inject into the song Mm. a lot of these terminologies and to have a dialogue, and that's how it came about. And I think that that not only was like a small little part of the song, but that actually became like the main focal part of the song, and that's really what drives it. Not being a writer yourself, I assume, right? Correct. You, You can say definitively at this point that writers will appreciate the song, even though you're not as familiar with the terms as these gentlemen may be. It's obvious that riders will appreciate all these little uh, twists and turns, excuse the pun, that you've included in this selection. Yeah, for sure. I think any time you can relate to people in what they're doing, whether it's food or whether it's any type of inside terminology, I think right. it makes it that more relatable. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's for them. So I think it, uh, it really drives the message home. Have you uh, made plans to be at the finish line this year? I would like to be both at the starting line, if that's the correct terminology. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> as, as well as the finish line. All right, so you may be there. Yes. That'd be cool. They'll be blasting the song, I bet. That's, yes, we will. Right. Are there plans for a video, or all the video will be inserted into the song once the race is over and you have footage from the actual race? I'm really glad that you brought that up, because I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering what the answer is uh, myself. Because this would make a nice promotional video, wouldn't you think? This would definitely make a very nice video. <laughs> My guess is that we're going we're gonna to probably use it more with the... Uh, with the put together Man, video the after the after the event to get the ride in there, get the That's what I think guys will appreciate it and enjoy it. Well I thank all of you for being here. C D Eichler continued good luck with AKA Pella. Thank You're doing you very amazing much. congratulations on the brand new double C D. Thank you very much though. A lot of people enjoy it very much and uh, year round. Thank not you. just during the Omer. Thank you. Uh, and a big thank you to Yoel Margulies and Avi Koplowitz. Good luck. Keep us up to date. We uh, we build up the bike for Chai and remind everybody about it. And we look forward to doing the same again this year. Thank you so much. Thank Ryan. you, gentlemen. Thank you, very, thank you very much for having us. A pleasure. Celebrate Israel Parade coming up and plenty more on a busy Tuesday. Tomorrow, our Yom Yerushalayim special. Make sure to join us and make sure you have the brand new Android and or iPhone app for tomorrow. It's the NSN app. We're going to be using it during the Yom Yerushalayim show. Make sure to be tuned in all morning long to celebrate with us. This is a America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. So fast.
this way The hourglass is crying too But I believe in you On the longest day of an endless night Only you can make things right Won't you call and say it's true I'm coming home to you The Yashimson The Yashimson The J.M. in the A.M. By the way, on the Bike for High single that we debuted this morning here at J.M. in the A.M., uh, it will be available later today on MostlyMusic.com and on iTunes, and all the proceeds from the download are going to Bike for High. All the proceeds in the download for the brand-new Bike for High uh, anthem, if you will, from C.D. Eichler and A.K.A. Pella will be going to a Bike for High. Tuesday morning on this 42nd day in the counting of the Omer. Don't forget, we will do the uh, Celebrate Israel Parade Show as the official audio webcast of the parade this coming Sunday up Fifth Avenue. We are looking forward to it. Make sure you have the brand new NSN app in your iPhone or Android so you could follow us along and uh, listen to all the proceedings up Fifth Avenue. It's a big parade this year to celebrate Israel Parade with a uh, an unbelievable lineup of uh, special guests and the different happenings up Fifth Avenue this year. And with us live via telephone, uh, we have Michael Miller, who is the Executive Vice President of the JCRC of New York and has been working, I would say, for the last 51 weeks for the Celebrate Israel Parade. Michael Miller, welcome back to JM in the AM. 
Wonderful to be back with you. I greatly appreciate that. And Robert Ben Ramon is with us, who's the founder of uh, Skyframe Incorporated and has been on our air before. You may recall he visited with us uh, when Rabbi Herson was in our studio a few months back. And Robert Ben Ramon of New Jersey has the distinction of being the Grand Marshal of the Celebrate Israel Parade. Robert, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, thank you, Nahu, for having me for the second time in less than a year. <laughs> My pleasure. How significant is this for you, that you have been chosen as the Grand Marshal of the Celebrate Israel Parade? I think it's the most, the biggest privilege in life. It's almost uh, like, you know, having a bar mitzvah is a privilege, getting married <laughs> is a privilege. This is like, means so much to me and my family and the sport of state of Israel. It's, I'm like always excited, anything to do with Israel, any support for Israel. And this is uh, certainly something exciting and something significant. It's the 50th annual Celebrate Israel Parade. You know, Michael Miller, if you told people 50 years ago that, thank God, we'd be celebrating Israel 50 years later, there may have been some skeptics about that 50 years ago. Thank God we've gotten to this point. I couldn't agree with you more. It's, it's so unusual for you know, major events uh, to uh, be successive year after year after year. Uh, but for 50 years? I mean, who could have even believed that 50 years from when it started, it'd still be going and larger than ever? Unbelievable. And thank God, the weather forecast, I want to... Uh don't want to uh, give any Ein Harris here. The weather forecast looks good for Sunday. We're expecting an amazing and beautiful day up Fifth Avenue. Uh, any statistics for us, Michael Miller? Any idea how many groups, how many participants, how many marchers, how significant numbers-wise this parade is going to be? Yeah, there will be uh, over 200 groups in the parade, more than ever, 35,000-plus marchers, 15 marching bands, 31 floats in the parade, and we have a a whole new bunch of floats that are in the parade uh, this year from Toronto, from Palm Beach, as, as well as uh, from the, the Hebron Fund, the One Israel Fund, the American Friends of, uh, of Ariel University. I mean, it's, it's really it's an extraordinary array uh, of, of organizations, and uh, we really so much look forward to, to seeing everybody on the street uh, come this coming Sunday. How infectious has Robert's attitude toward the parade been for your staff? He's very excited about what's happening this Sunday. That's because he's framed the issue so successfully. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure it's... Uh, Robert is a terrific uh, gentleman, and um, his support for Israel knows no end. Um, and not only is he supporting Israel, he's also supporting many important Jewish causes, um, he's a very devout individual, and uh, we love the association of the parade with him, as he indicated before, he loves his association with the parade and with Israel. You know that there only have been a handful of people to serve as Grand Marshal of the Celebrate Israel Parade. I mean, if it's only 50 years, they can't be more than 50 Grand Marshals, right? <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> so this yeah, is... it's, not, it's not just a Marshal, it's a Grand Marshal. Exactly. So <laughs> we're talking about how have your family and friends reacted to this, Robert? Do they understand? Uh, especially in the light of what's going on in the world today. The support of Israel those days is so, so important. Um especially what's going on in Europe now with all the anti-Semitism. I think it's very important that all the Jews all over the world will support Israel as a state,
1933 is happening now, for example, in France, we hear so many bad things. I can just imagine that all the French Jews wouldn't have where to go. Thank God the Aliyah, the, the record high Aliyah that we sing today, is phenomenal. All Jews, not just well-to-do Jews, even the mid-class Jews, they have an address, they have a homeland to go to escape to. What an important point, and what an important reason to celebrate Israel. It begins at 11 a.m. this coming Sunday, everybody, and whether you're affiliated with a school or group or not, everybody is encouraged to come out and show support for Israel, starting at 57th Street and 5th Avenue in New York City, all the way up to 74th Street. It's CelebrateIsraelNY.org, CelebrateIsraelNY.org. Dot org on Facebook, Celebrate Israel Parade, on Twitter, at Celebrate Israel. Uh, they hashtag everything together on 5th, because we will be together on 5th Avenue this coming Sunday, and everybody is encouraged to be part of it, to be part of the action. You know, Michael Miller, you you are going to have some Knesset members with you. We've spoken to the people from Space IL. They are going to be featured during the parade, as so many other groups are going to be, and unbelievable musicians and musical groups and so many others who are all going to be part of it. There are people out there who have made issues about who should be included in the parade and who should not be, and I'm sure it has not been easy for you to, to deal with all of that. Um, our attitude here has been, that if it's a day of celebrating Israel, just come out and celebrate Israel. Don't worry about everybody else. Show the world that we are there for Israel on Fifth Avenue this coming Sunday. I couldn't agree with you more. I think we need to rise above the differences that we have. Speaking of rising above, there's going to be a flyover of 15 single-prop airplanes Ooh. by the USIL Flying Club. Wow. Um, it, I think we need to fly high um, on, on uh, Sunday. Um, fly... Um, in, and soar uh, in support of Israel, and I think that Robert really captured it before. Um, and I think again, we we need to set aside whatever differences that we have, whether they're religious, whether they're political. And this is one day where uh, we we indeed celebrate. Um, if uh, Knesset members from Likud and from Shas and from Labor and from Yeshatid uh, and from Hatznuwa. Um, can, can all march in this parade. I think we need to be able to uh, either march or support and, and uh, be spectators at this parade as well. Yeah, don't let anything affect our support for Israel. Simple as that. And if uh, everybody out there has a, their own way of uh, supporting or, or demonstrating their support in the Celebrate Israel parade, then, then that's the way it is. But it should not in any way deter from everyone's positive attitude and big day of celebration that's happening up on Fifth Avenue this coming Sunday. The 50th annual Celebrate Israel Parade is Sunday, 11 a.m. until 4 p.m., 57th Street till 74th Street on Fifth Avenue in New York City. Everyone is invited to enjoy the incredible music, all the uh, all the fun up Fifth Avenue, a lot of great celebrities and stars, a lot of members of Knesset. Uh, Robert Ben Ramon is going to be at the front of the line as grand, as Grand Marshal of the parade. Robert, yes, indeed, yes, indeed, Nahum. Let me add that Israel as a nation is a very, very special state, the most important demo- democratic state in the region, and we know that we have all kind of religious Jews, more religious, less religious Israelis. Some Christian even celebrating the Israeli Day Parade, believe it or not. We're celebrating State of Israel, Jews as whole and the world as whole. 
And I think it's very, very special. And I'll tell everybody, just come show your support. I want to thank my committee that works so, so hard from West Orange. And this year will be the first time that West Orange crowd is walking Woo. for the first time after 50 years. Phenomenal. So that's really uh, a great, great uh, privilege for us. A big shout-out to West Orange, New Jersey, who with great pride, with Robert Ben-Ramon at the helm, is going to be marching in the Celebrate Israel Parade. Well, Robert, good luck Sunday. I know you're going to have to glad-hand a lot of those politicians and all the government officials. Good luck with all of that on Sunday. Great. Thank and, you, thank you, Nahum. And for joining us. Michael, I know that you continue to encourage everybody to come on out, join the uh, hundreds of thousands that are going to be there on Fifth Avenue this coming Sunday. We're going to try to encourage everybody to set aside time on Sunday to join us at the parade. We think it's one of the most important events of the year. And call to you and your staff are doing another amazing job. Thank you, Nahum, for offering so much support and for being the uh, official voice of, of the parade on radio this coming Sunday. I appreciate that very much. We are looking forward to a great day. Robert Ben-Ramon is Grand Marshal. Michael Miller, of course, Executive Vice President of the JCRC. And all of us are supporters of Israel heading out to Fifth Avenue this coming Sunday to celebrate Israel. Everybody make sure to be there. We will be webcasting as the official audio webcast of the parade on Fifth Avenue. Looking forward to that amazing day. And we are, as we said earlier, going to be trading T-shirts all through the day. If you have a T-shirt, if you, anybody who wants a network or a JM and the AM T-shirt, all you got to do is bring one of your own. And we'll be trading all day long and having fun with that on Fifth Avenue when you pass our booth. Get ready to celebrate Israel, everybody, for the 50th consecutive year up Fifth Avenue in New York City this coming Sunday.
Get ready to celebrate Israel, everybody. Sunday, Fifth Avenue. Big thank you to those who are uh, making our uh, audio webcast possible for this Sunday. I want to big, give a big shout-out to our friends Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum at J Drugs in Brooklyn. A big shout-out to our friends at Gotham Burger up on Amsterdam Avenue in Manhattan. A big shout-out to Cohen Publishers, who are providing a whole bunch of gifts for us to uh, utilize during our parade webcast on Sunday which will make it an even more fun uh, show. And a big thank you to P.J. Sterling on 409 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst, pjsterling.com, everybody who's uh, helping to uh, make the uh, Sunday Parade Show a big success. Make sure you have our app. At 9 is tonight with a whole bunch of brand-new selections. And I am I am at 10 o'clock this morning going to be speaking with the um, the people responsible, well, in this generation at least, for the Koran Tanakh and talk about the history of the Koran Tanakh and how significant it is that we're discussing it during the week of Yom Yerushalayim. A fascinating conversation for those of you who love modern Jewish history. It's happening today between 10 and 11 on our stream at jmnam.org this morning. Make sure to be tuned in. should be a lot of fun. want to remind everybody that on Monday we're visiting RTMA. We're going to be at RTMA this coming Monday between 6 and 9 a.m. in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Another great Yeshiva High School out there in our community. We'll be there at RTMA this coming Monday morning doing our JMNAM radio show live. So make sure to be tuned in for that. Um, what else do we have here? Want to wish a mazel tov to Mr. and Mrs. Shimon Lefkowitz. They were honored at the Beis Yaakov dinner yesterday. Mazal tov from all of us here at JMNAM. Mazal tov to all the honorees at the Big Aguda dinner, which is happening tonight in the uh, Hilton Hotel in New York City. Again, a very distinguished list of honorees. We say mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Congregation Sheir at Israel, the Spanish and Portuguese synagogue, is celebrating Yom Yerushalayim with Rabbi Mayor Soloveitchik and a special Yom Yerushalayim shir on the Temple Mount yesteryear and today. Happens tonight at 8 p.m., accompanied by an Israeli-style seuda. Yom Yerushalayim shir, Rabbi Mayor Soloveitchik, the Temple Mount yesteryear and today. That is tonight in um, the Spanish-Portuguese synagogue on the upper west side of Manhattan. Um, that is happening today. Tonight, actually. 
And what else did I want to mention? Wanted to uh, mention a Mazal Tov to um, Shlaimi and Dalibi Dax. They are being honored at the America's Torah of Bell Harbor dinner happening tomorrow night at the Palace in Brooklyn, New York. To the Dax family, we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Oh, by the way, tomorrow night there's a forum series being a, a sponsored by the Jewish Press. Ken Abramowitz is going to be speaking tomorrow night at 8 p.m. at the Talmud Torah of Flatbush on the topic of how to save Western civilization from itself. Who are our enemies and what should we do? This is happening tomorrow night, part of the Jewish Press uh, Forum series. Happens at the Talmud Torah of Flatbush on Coney Island Avenue in Brooklyn between Avenues I and J. Ken Abramowitz is speaking tomorrow night. And I want to remind everybody on the Lower East Side of Manhattan that the Bialystoker Shul has their annual Yom Yushalayim program tomorrow night, Mincha at 8.05, followed by the presentation by Rabbi Mordechai Becher entitled Love Story, The Jews and Jerusalem. It's sponsored by the Mandelkern family in memory of Baruch Mandelkern. That happens at the Bialystoker Shul, and that happens tomorrow evening. I want to remind everybody in Bergen County, uh, what did I do with the Bergen County announcement? Boy, there's so much going on. It's amazing. Thank God we have so much happening in our community. Amuna of America, the Libby Kolb chapter, has a pre-Shvuis women's night out for shopping and pampering, happening tonight at 8 p.m. at the Karasik Home in Bergenfield, New Jersey. These are at Mini Boutique, and I'm told that there'll be some amazing things at the boutique and Mini Spa Services as well. It's all happening tonight at the Karasik Home uh, in Bergenfield, New Jersey, starting at 8 p.m. Information, contact the uh, Libby Kolb chapter of Amuna and get ready for tonight's event. Want to give a special shout-out to our friends down in Florida. It was great, again, being part of the um, Taurus Chaim, Taurus MS auction. It was really an incredible uh, night, Sunday night. I was <laughs> I was mentioning earlier how some of these auctions I've done recently, it's amazing how certain people have the most unbelievable lucky nights. Um, I mean, you know, it would never happen again, but just some nights with thousands of tickets in these buckets, certain people end up walking away with three, four prizes. Just unbelievable. Uh, I want to remind everybody, the Board of Directors of the World Federation of Moroccan Jury with our friends at the Sephardic Home in Brooklyn invite you to join in celebrating Unity of Friends, the Great Day of Moroccan Jury. Um... It's uh, in honor of Rabbi Abraham Amar, an exemplary rabbinic figure of our generation, serving as spiritual leader of the Sephardic Nursing Home for the last 25 years, and many honored guests from Israel as well. It's happening Sunday, June the 8th at 6 p.m. at the Sephardic Home Nursing and Rehab Center on Cropsey Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. There'll be the Andalus Band, direct from Morocco, uh, featuring cultures and costumes of Morocco, traditional Moroccan musical instruments, glot kosher dinner, and more. Information about all of it, you could dial 718-266-6100, extension 305. Uh, that's 718-266-6100, extension 305. They're getting ready June 8th for that celebration at the Sephardic Home in Brooklyn, New York. Don't forget, tomorrow is our big special, and I mean our big special. It is the Yom Yerushalayim special. Mayor Weingarten will be live in studio, and we will be celebrating. And I hope all of you out there are going to help us celebrating, help us celebrate rather by tuning in, being part of the thing, uh, being part of the show here, uh, with our special telephone calls that we take during the show, uh, to celebrate Yom Yushalayim. Make sure to be joining us tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM.
Benny Elbaz, Hashem Roi is the name of that selection here at JM in the AM. Before that, you heard the uh, Yehuda Cat selection, Basimcha Rabba, the brand new single. We played the brand new Michal Przanski selection earlier. He's out with a brand new album. We say Mazal Tov to Michal Przanski on the brand new effort. Uh, Mayor Fertig, thank you for doing yesterday's JM in the AM. Much appreciated. My thanks in advance to Mayor Weingarten, who will be here tomorrow to celebrate with us Yom Yerushalayim. Get ready, everybody. Brand new NSN app is out, both Android and um, iPhone. Make sure you have it. We'll be utilizing it tomorrow morning during our JM and the MM Yerushalayim celebration. And Sunday, of course, during the big uh, parade show. So make sure to be tuned in for that. And you heard our policy. If you want a T-shirt from us up Fifth Avenue, it's a trade. We need one of yours from your organization. So bring extras along. Uh, American Friends of Bar Ilan University, together with the Jewish Week, have a special night tomorrow night at 7.30, a conversation on how Israel can win the PR war. Uh, Professor Gerald Steinberg and Professor Gil Troy scheduled to speak, moderated by Linda Scherzer, director of the Jewish Week's uh, Right On for Israel New York program. It's happening at, happening at Park Avenue Synagogue on East 87th Street at Madison Avenue in Manhattan, tomorrow night and we were scheduled to have dr steinberg join us this morning we were told he'd be calling in but that did not happen so all we could say is if you want to go to the event tomorrow night it's 212-997-2906 i thought we'd have a chance to speak to uh dr steinberg but um they are not taking advantage of that offer at this time Again, a mazal tov to Mr. Robert Ben-Ramon, who was Grand Marshal of the Celebrate Israel Parade. We spoke with him and with Michael Miller earlier. It's happening up Fifth Avenue, New York City, 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. This coming Sunday, 57th Street till 74th Street. It is going to be quite a celebration. It always is. Come out and celebrate Israel, everybody. The weather's supposed to be great. Let's hope that holds up. <laughs> no guarantees on that, but hey. We're rooting for the weather to stay the way it's scheduled to be. And uh, hopefully you'll join us on Fifth Avenue and have a great time this coming Sunday celebrating Israel. It should be a lot of fun. The parade always is. And this is the 50th annual Celebrate Israel Parade. How incredible is that? Baruch Hashem.
The bodies of Emmanuel and Mira Riva, the Israeli couple killed in Saturday's shooting at the Brussels Jewish Museum. They are being laid to rest at 5 p.m. Israel time in the Tel Aviv Kiryat Shaul Cemetery. That happens today. A lone gunman entered the museum with a Kalashnikov assault rifle, opened fire, killing them and one other and injuring a fourth person who ended up dying on Monday. Despite recent debate among Belgian authorities as to whether the attack was an act of terrorism or a professional hit, a police statement said that Belgian authorities were currently treating the incident as a terror attack. Prosecutors said they were investigating all scenarios and would not speculate on the identity or motive of the gunman. So that is, uh, that's from the Jerusalem Post. That funeral is happening later on uh, today, 5 p.m. Israel time. And uh, that is um, that is how Belgian authorities are classifying the attack this past Shabbos in Brussels at the moment as a terror attack. Day 42 in the counting of the Omer, a week away from Shavuos, six weeks now in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Uh, Yigal Siegel is going to join us from Israel. He's done something that... I think anybody in Jewish radio would be jealous of. We'll tell you what that is coming up next. Here's Simcha Liner at JM in the AM.
a.m. in the a.m. <laughs> Excuse me. That's what happens when I take a couple of days off. Can't get my voice back. Uh, that's the um, a selection by Simcha Liner here at J.M. in the a.m. Reminder, the 9 at 9 is tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on our stream at jmtheam.org. The 9 at 9 is tonight on our stream at jmtheam.org. If you haven't voted yet, make sure to go to the 9 at 9 link at the very top of NahumSiegel.com and vote. For your favorite selection, got a uh, got an email from the Nasi at the Mizrahi. Six a.m. Shacharis tomorrow. Six a.m. Shacharis tomorrow at the Mizrahi with Halel for Yom Yerushalayim at two forty nine East Broadway on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Reminder for the uh, for the um, Yom Yerushalayim celebrations and special tefillot that should be added to the list. 249 East Broadway tomorrow morning starting at 9 a.m. at the 6 a.m. Starting at 6 a.m. Well, moments ago I mentioned that Yigal Siegel has done something that I think anybody in Jewish radio would be jealous of. And uh, to explore that, I've invited him on the air uh, every Tuesday night at 7.30 Eastern Time on our stream and then repeated a couple of times during the week. is an amazing program called Homeward Bound. Many of you are familiar with it. And the Nefesh Benefesh and Yigal Siegel and all those involved have done an amazing work over the last year presenting different things about Aliyah and different stories, etc. But this one is um, is just off the charts. Yigal had a chance this week to speak to a special guest who uh, will certainly make an impact on anybody who hears the conversation. Yigal Siegel, welcome back to JM in the AM. Erev Yom Yerushalayim Sameach to you. You happen to be in the best place where you could be on Yom Yerushalayim. Every day is a celebration in Yerushalayim. That's all I can tell you. Very and nice. Of course, tonight is going to be very special. How are you now? And I thought I was filled with all the cliches. I see some rubbed off on you as well. Yes, this is, of course, <laughs> a celebration each day in the Holy City. So, I mean, this must have been unbelievable. Explain to our audience... Why I and anybody else out there should be jealous of the day you had yesterday. Tell us about these special guests who will be with you on Homeward Bound tonight at 7.30 Eastern Time. Well, it really happened on Sunday, and I have to immediately thank uh, our good friend Yal uh, Katzman and her husband Aaron from uh, Yal is uh, the head of public relations for Nefesh to Nefesh, and uh, she and her husband Davin in the same shul as Rabbi Menachem HaKohen and Rabbi Menachem Cohen was a, is a former member of the Knesset. Uh, he was chief rabbi of Romania for many years. Um, but uh, what uh, I, those of us who have the the uh, Birkon, the bencher of uh, I think it's called Mizareich, uh, which has all the pictures, which we stopped using because it was impossible to concentrate during benching because of all the great pictures in it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, there's one picture in there. Of Shlomo Gorin blowing the chauffeur at the hotel the day of the liberation of Yerushalayim in 1967, and to Rabbi Gorin's left, to our right in the picture, is a man who uh, our father, Zichron um, Alvarez, told us many years ago was Rabbi Menachem Cohen, and uh, he was there. He was standing right next to Rabbi Gorin when he was, you know, when 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 he was there at the hotel that day, and we had the great privilege, myself and my son Yosef. Went to see him on Sunday morning, and we spent an hour with him. Our show was only a half hour, so we had to edit it down. 
But uh, he was with Rav Goren, not just in Yerushalayim, Nachum, but during the whole war, he was at Rav Goren's side. I mean, I, I'm, look, um, I'm looking at the picture right now. You're talking about the Sefer Torah in his left hand and the chauffeur in his right hand, correct? Right, and there's a man with a beard yeah, next to him. in a helmet. That's him. That is... Now, you, yeah, that's Menachem HaKohen, and uh, he was the... He was a chaplain in the, in the Navy. Um, he, was in, he was in the paratrooper units uh, starting in 1951, and he became the editor of, an, of a magazine called Machanayim, which was the, um, the army, the, I guess the religious army magazine that came out monthly. And that's how he became close to Rav Goren, who, of course, was the chief rabbi. Uh, he told us that Rav Goren did not want to be called the chief chaplain of the army. He wanted to be called the chief rabbi of the army. <laughs> we will honor his memory properly. That's funny. And, uh, and yes, he became very close to him. And, uh, and that's why, during the war, during the Six-Day War, he was with Rav Goren the entire time. I mean, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, really I, to to I don't. I don't blame you. And by the way, in the picture in the Birkone, it's slightly different. In the picture in the Birkone, Rav Goren's holding the Torah in his left arm and holding the chauffeur with both hands. It makes the picture in the Birkone that you spoke about even clearer to see Rav Menachem You, it's an even better picture the one that you're talking about. Well, I mean, it's the, the picture he told us. You know, the famous picture of the three soldiers right. at the Kotel. Um, he was, if you're looking at that picture, he was the next person over to the left. <laughs> I just missed making that picture. And two of those soldiers, if you look at the picture in the rear cone, two of those soldiers are in this picture. Uh, they're standing immediately to Rabbi Goren's right, to our left, as we look at the picture. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, uh, my son Yosef said, uh, well I see it. I, the interview, I have both in front of me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have both in front of me now, and I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. They, they are, in fact. Yes, he turned to you and said. He said that he feels that he just he just experienced it. Like he, he was with he was with Menachem Akoin as he described them coming into Shariot and, and 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 how he made his way down to the coast of Harbaith. And it just uh, you know I get chills just thinking about it. Oh, it's it. unbelievable! So and this is who you speak to, and we get to hear it seven thirty tonight. Correct, and of course it'll be on the archives afterwards. And you know, he also, my my son Yosef, um, realized as we were talking to him that uh, that he also must have been with Rav Goren in Hebron the next day. Right, of course. And, and uh, we got some good stuff about that. So I don't know when you want to do the Yom Hebron uh, <laughs> homeward bound show now, but we got some good stuff for that also. I have no problem. I have no problem splitting the whole thing into two parts. There's another photo of Rav Goren on a soldier's uh, on a soldier's shoulders, and I assume that the person with his arm in the air next to him is Menachem Akon as well. It could be. I have to see it, but you know we. There was a whole set because the show was only a half hour. We, we we had to stop the interview. We had to stop. Um, you know, the the show was only going to play part of the interview. But he has a whole part of the interview which he goes through where he talks about how he went to get Rafi to Cook from um, from the old Merkazarav building off what we know as Rafi of Cook now, and he brought him to the hotel and he brought the, the Nazir. Who we uh, we know is another famous uh, the famous uh, great tzaddik in Yerushalayim who right. was the father-in-law of Goren right. who lived uh, in Gula he brought him as well and 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 he dro- he drove a jeep over to you know over to them and brought them and just that description also which does not make the 
the cut tonight. <laughs> but that's also an amazing story. Just uh, it, it just it, it's it's such an unbelievable thing. I want to tell you that one of the things that we realized was that you know a lot of obviously you know going through Yamat Ma'ot and there's so many people Baruch Hashem who are still living who experienced it and who fought and. But you know, as we get older, we realize that we're losing some of these people, and and Yom Yerushalayim is still relatively, you know, recent in, in the immediate past. It's only you know, it's only 47 years. <laughs> you know, we could say it's only 47 years ago, and you and I were alive then. So there's still a lot of people walking the streets of Yerushalayim, walking the streets of Israel, who are major, major parts of of the liberation of Yerushalayim. Of course, the you know the, the tremendous miracles that happened during that war and it's just unbelievable to be able to sit in shul with this man, and I'm sure there are people who come to that shul every day and daven with him. and have no idea who who is. You know, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. The whole thing is unbelievable. The Yigal Siegel, that's why I say we're all jealous of uh, your experience. Yigal Siegel um, gets this, he spoke with her, I mean, Achim Cohen, and uh, he was there at the Kotel. In fact, this photo I'm looking at right now of Rav Gorin on the shoulders of an Israeli soldier who has a kippah Rugah. Uh, to the side of his head, you'll see which one I'm talking about. It's obvious that they were in just complete jubilation during this photo, uh, celebrating at the Kotel. That happened 47 years ago tomorrow. It's Erev Yom Yerushalayim, folks, and tomorrow we do our Yom Yerushalayim special. And as I said, 7.30 tonight on our stream will be the first time you'll be able to hear Yigal's conversation with such an important figure in the history of the uh, modern city of Jerusalem. And... Um, and then we'll uh, let everyone, we'll make everyone aware of where to find the archive, etc. Amazing effort. I am jealous, and uh, it must have been an incredible experience. Yeah, and I ask uh, people who do listen to it, please, uh, when, when the interview starts, it's a little difficult to hear him for a couple of minutes. ZK uh, worked some of his magic, and the volume is much better now. So to stick with it, it's really worth it's worth your time to listen to it. It's it's an amazing uh, it's an amazing walk. Uh, through history, through modern history. Kolakavod, Yigal. For a lot of us, it'll be the beginning of a Yom Yerushalayim uh, celebration. Thank you so much, and enjoy Yerushalayim. We will. Thank you, Nach. Thank you to our friends in Nefesh Benefesh and Yigal Siegel, providing something like this for us to enjoy and to be inspired by. 7.30 tonight, really, to kick off our Yom Yerushalayim. And, of course, tomorrow morning, JM in the AM, for three hours, we'll be celebrating right here. Make sure to be tuned in and enjoy the 47th year, 47th anniversary of the reunification of the Holy City. This is JM in the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. My thanks to all of our guests today. An incredible day here at JM and the AM. Tomorrow, our Yom Yerushalayim special. It'll be even more incredible. Make sure to join us and participate in the big celebration tomorrow between 6 and 9. The history of the Koran Tanakh. We do that at 10 o'clock this morning on our stream at jmandam.org. Make sure to be tuned in. And don't forget tonight's at Top 9 at 9 with Yossi Zweig. Head to my website for all the details on how you can participate in that amazing program. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.